This week on Kings of the Rings podcast, it's a new year, which means there's a new Brock. We recap day one and Brock's shocking championship win to kick off the Royal Rumble season. Plus, NXT is going all in on the 2.0 rebrand after New Year's Evil. AEW debuts on TBS. New Japan puts on their two-night Wrestle Kingdom Super Show and prepare for their impactful return to TV over here in the U.S., breaking open the Forbidden Door yet again. So please, folks, bring your angst and all your hate to us via your BlackBerry Messenger because it is the debut episode of Kings of the Rings podcast for the year of 2022, day five-ish, episode 277, and it begins right now. Yes, folks. Welcome. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Happy New Year to all you guys. This is Kings of the Rings podcast, episode 277. KOTR in our 2.0 live setup, live on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Thank you guys for joining us. It is me, your host, King Ricky Rose, uh, with alongside Willie T, the founder, the proprietor, the Mac Militant. Unfortunately, DK Murphy uh, broke free of their COVID protocols and is actually celebrating Christmas with their family. So happy COVID Christmas to DK Murphy. So it's just me and Willie T tonight talking about a whole bunch of stuff happening around the entire world of pro wrestling and sports entertainment but first off willie t how was your how was your new year's it was good man we we spent a lot of money but hey <laughs> new year new me baby so when we when we speaking of when we do this am i the dingo or are you the baby i don't i don't know actually <laughs> i don't think we've ever defined our dingo and the baby roles uh, no am i dingo or are you the baby so it don't matter it means i'm dingo and you're the baby so my well, name is whatever. Dingo Tarashuk. It's Tizen Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. I've been doing a lot of crazy stuff this week. I released two new podcasts this week and scheduling like 60 social posts. So uh, yeah, oh, that go, sucks. go find them and go like them and go <laughs> listen to my shit. It takes me hours. Too many hours. Like yeah, watching day one, it took me so many hours. Three hours, in Good, fact. Really? That's how long the show was. Was it three hours? Three hours show. Like I, I, watched, I actually watched it on day two. <laughs> as long as you got it done. Yeah, New Year's New Year's Day. Um, I told you about my new, I got the new 4K player uh, for Christmas. Yeah. So I did the Lord of the Rings marathon in 4K. And on Christmas t- Day? On, on New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Okay. So let me tell you, the Battle of Helm's Deep never looked better. And then it did it in really? 4K. Out <laughs> fucking standing. I, I just needed, I, I just need to like uh, get surround sound in my living room. Ooh. And it's, it's game over. It's game over. That sounds amazing. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm gonna move it. I'm gonna. I'm not getting surround sound in an apartment. Wait until I get a house. So I have a real man cave, like an adult. Yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't waste your money on it. But I mean, like, it would be good to try. It would be good to try. So yeah, happy new year, everybody. This is our brand new setup. Same, same is. You know, it's our day five is. Uh, same show as always. We just wanted to clean things up a little bit, give us a little bit of excitement because sometimes change is a good thing. Unlike some of the people in the IWC uh, who would want to think otherwise. And speaking of change, breaking news as of earlier 
today before we recorded. Uh, you see this black and gold NXT logo? Well, that's officially no more. As uh, Sean Rossap of Fightful.com tweeted the WWE issued Fightful a statement saying, with the continued evolution of NXT 2.0, we've decided to part ways with some of the staff based in our performance center. We thank them for their many contributions throughout the years and wish them the best. Some of those people were uh, personnel, some writers, some staff, and oh, you didn't know it's the road dog finally getting the boot um in his role as a, was he like an agent or a producer backstage I think he might have yeah i think he might have been part of the creative team honestly i have no i have no idea my guess yeah. is he was creative team and agent yeah so you won't get any more hateful tweets from road dog then uh will be happy when did I, oh yeah i forgot road dog like chewed me out for something i totally forgot <laughs> about that that was pretty funny it was like because that's when you had Twitter. That's like that's like part of the last time I tweeted, and I deleted my Twitter since then. Yeah, that's what happened. Did you, Road Dog got over on you one more one last yeah, time. I just like this is, I, I, that's not why I deleted. It's part of the last time I actually tweeted though. Yeah, yeah. So Road Dog is no more. Road Dog, from what I from what I gathered from Road Dog's time in NXT, depending on who you talk to, um, nice guy for the most part, but it's just some divisive things that kind of got in the way. Like Road Dog is a little bit too old school. Yeah, difference in creative. That happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, they're, they're going a different direction. Like, anything wrong, I'm assuming. Yeah. They're just, they're going in a different direction. Yeah. And so no more it's Road the, Dog. It's the it. wrong direction, but who's counting? I don't know. I don't think Road Dog was that big of an influence, to be honest with you, compared to other names. And speaking of other names, the <sighs> big bombshell that happened Mr. right Regal. before we decided to record was Sir William Regal, the best GM probably in the history of wrestling. Honestly, probably one of the longest tenured GMs in the history and of the wrestling. the longest tenured GM in the history of wrestling will no longer be renewing his on-screen talent as GM, will no longer be backstage, will no longer be traveling the world representing WWE, NXT, looking for the hottest unsigned talent because he is no longer a part of WWE as he was also released uh, from the company earlier today as we are recording uh, this show. Surprising. No, Somewhat, not really. It's it's a shame because you know Regal, Ricky, you've talked about this on the show for years. Regal is guy goes on the goes around the world and scouts these foreign talents. Yeah, so it's like you let that go. I thought that's why he had a job, and in the TV like <laughs> appearance it was a plus. Like he was, he's like their head. He was like their head scout. Yeah, he found everybody. Literally, like everybody around the world. If you, if you get the rub from Regal. Just, you're you're made until Vince sees you. Then then you're then you're, then you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look on Twitter these next couple of days, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of wrestlers, past and present, from the NXT, uh, from the NXT brand, from the black and yellow brand, who are who will be praising William Regal, um, for what he's for what he did for the company and and Regal's time in NXT. And Regal was the perfect GM. When you think of on-air talents that that are GMs, a lot of them overstay their welcome on TV. Mm. Where Regal, in the way that he played the GM role, if Regal showed up, yes, it was important, but Regal never took away too much time from the actual talent and storylines that are going on in the ring. He was just there to enhance whatever was what was going on, and he did that probably better than any GM I've ever seen in pro wrestling. Not only that, dude, he felt like a real GM. 
That too. Like he he just felt like he was actually in control. And like all the superstars respected him to the point where, you know, even he, like heels would get in his face, but it wasn't like over the top other than Karrion Cross. Like he was never yeah. involved in storylines. He was just, he was just a, a, an authority figure. He was just a GM. Yeah. And it's, I love how you said that the heels never like went, never crossed a certain line because I don't think anybody actually called him William Regal. They missed a Regal. It was always miss wherever you were heel or face or something in between. Whenever he stepped in, whenever he was um, on screen or where you stepped into his office on screen, it was always Mr. Regal, even if you were pissed at him. It was very subtle, too. Like the announcer would go, Oh, what a great main event booked by Mr. Regal, right? Like, yeah, Mr. Regal, it's telling us that Mr. Regal booked this match for next week. Like little things like that. It's like he was treated like a legitimate GM. Yeah. And like it's because, like, you know, are Sonya Deville and Adam Pierce GMs? No, they're no. just they're just characters on like you know they're 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 not bad. They're they're fun. They're good at what they do. You know they're they're characters. Yeah, they're just whatever. They're there. They're there every week too. Yeah, yeah, they are. And sometimes they're they're there when they shouldn't be there. Like I said, Regal had that perfect balance of I'm here, I'm not here. Yeah, he he had a presence. But I'm still in charge. He had a yeah. presence without being seen. Exactly. So that is going to hurt. But I mean, if you think about it, before even Samoa Joe came out that one time, um, you know, it looked like Regal was going to call it quits anyways. I wouldn't be surprised if Regal was like, I'm done. You know, I don't I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, he is 63 years old. Yeah. Ish. So. Ish. And he's dedicated his life. Like, he's been in wrestling for years, man. I mean, I'm, I'm sad to see him go, but I think this is the same thing where it's not like. Not financial reasons. It could, I mean, who knows what the reason is? I mean, I'm sure it's an amicable split, but this, yeah. could, you could be right. This could be something he asked for. You never know. I mean, who knows? Yeah, we don't know. I mean, if, if it's his, his way, it's this way he wants to go and he wants to retire and stay away from wrestling for the rest of his life. Bless him. Wait, wait. Breaking news, Ricky. What's this? Uh, he is going to fight Christian on Rampage next week. <laughs> <laughs> William Regal is all elite. <laughs> <laughs> Not even William Regal. Remember when he was like the, the all American working man? He's a man. Yeah, the man's man. The He's man's a man. man. They made him change his name because they had Steve Austin. They don't want Steve Regal and Steve Austin. Too many Steves. Yeah. He's a man's man. <laughs> the man's man is all elite. I wouldn't be surprised. He had to kiss Vince's ass, literally. He did. He did. He was one of the one of the members of the Kiss My Ass Club. Uh, King of the Ring. Yeah, and he what is he like? He he was King Regal or was he Lord Regal at that time? King it was King Regal. It was King Regal. And then uh, he wore drag. <laughs> he's had Regal, a, he's like, had Regal's a, done everything in. <laughs> he's he's a trooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, bless him. I mean, I was I feel happy that we got to see Regal that one time in person when we went to the NXT live event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. He needs he's, to be in. He needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. He is one of the he never won a world he never won a world championship. He's one of the best mid card to upper mid card figures in the history of wrestling. He he's, and he's known for his work. As a wrestler, yeah. he's known as like, oh, I want to wrestle Regal. He's gonna make a great match. Mm-hmm. Workhorse. Yeah, very, very big workhorse. Very good. So congrats to Regal. Um, we're gonna miss you in NXT. Um, but you know, the show must go on and boy, did it ever look at Braun. I'm, I'm picturing Braun Breaker in the scene screaming like Jericho's break the walls down as he like kicks the X. <laughs> as his I didn't watch, but I did hear he won the belt New Year's and then Rick, Rick, Rick Steiner came out. So he acknowledged he's a Steiner finally. 
Well, his father, but yeah, yes. Rick Stein, not <laughs> yeah. Scott, not Scott, Rick. <laughs> no, Scott, yeah, no, that's why he's the big bad booty nephew. Yeah. Because Scott Stein is the, the uncle. So, yeah. Uh, they had a match, uh, New Year's Evil, this match, fucking fantastic. Uh, Ciampa and, and Braun Breaker put on a fantastic takeover style main event where they showcase his athleticism, still showcase Ciampa's just brutal, brutal um, style of wrestling. But in the end, a Steiner recliner, and get this well, Ciampa tapped. I, I saw the clip. I did see he, he tapped. He did. They didn't do the pass out. He actually tapped. Good. Good. You need, yeah. we need, bring tapping, make tapping real in wrestling again, motherfuckers. <laughs> St- tap. Like, if you all do the Austin spot, it doesn't, it, it, you ruin the Austin spot. Yeah. Which I thought was shot. I was like, wow, he actually tapped for, for Braun Breaker, which is uh, pretty crazy. And yes, the, Braun Breaker is your champion um, of this, which is crazy to think about. His father came into the ring and it got very emotional after that. Uh, what they didn't show as well was that once obviously TV was off, Ciampa came back out and actually shook Rick Steiner's hand. Yeah, which right. is uh, class act, class act by Champa. What's is, is Champa? <laughs> where's where's Champa going? What's up with him? Is he where's he? Is he gonna stay in NXT? Main roster? What's he doing? I, I honestly don't know. There was a little backstage, little passing between Champa and AJ Styles, which take all my money. If we're, if that were to ever happen, I know AJ's um, in NXT, but I think AJ's going on to bigger and better things. I think AJ's gonna surprise the fuck out of everybody. No, I think AJ's going on a phenomenal run leading into Mania. Yeah, I like the, he had to get he had to get away from Omos. He gave the Omos rub, which is cool. Um, but I think AJ's going AJ's either going to be in a championship match, which I'm going to say no, or he's going to be in the holy shit I need to watch WrestleMania match. Dude, he's he's yeah. my dark horse to win the Rumble. Ooh. Yeah, he's Ooh. he's my. Ooh. I think he challenges Roman. Ooh. Oh man! If you're gonna take Brock off of SmackDown, you gotta put you gotta replace him with somebody. Who knows? Unless you just keep Brock on SmackDown. I mean, there's a lot of things like that. Maybe it's gonna be a very interesting season. Yeah, it is. Uh, also, something to think about. I was I was reading some stats on Braun Breaker. Do you know when they signed Braun Breaker? A year ago. Less than a year ago, February. Really? 2021. Yeah. That's about a year. Okay. I believe it. Yeah. He went from being signed. I mean, he clearly when you watch this match, will he clearly has the talent. To be a main event person, he's he he looks the he looks the part of a heavyweight champion. He's out. He can do anything you want in the ring. He's true. He's actually kind of reminds of like this is what they wanted Jason Jordan to be. Mm. So hopefully he stays healthy and all that. But proud of him. He 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 paid his dues. He went up against Chopper. Chopper put him over. It's what you're supposed to do. So speaking of putting things over and then putting things over and away and being buried, goodbye NXT Cruiserweight title. It has officially been unified with the North American Championship. And by the way, Carmella Hayes and Roddy Strong kicked off the show. And I didn't think there was going to be a better match on the card because there barely was a better match on the card between Roddy and Carmelo Hayes. These guys put on a clinic because that's what Roddy does. Roddy puts on clinics. And Carmelo Hayes being probably the last indie superstar that WWE signed and he showed why he was the last one to be signed because he's that damn good. And I don't know which one I like more. Do I like Braun more? Do I like Carmella, Carmella Hayes more? And at one point we're going to have to clash with each other. Mickey, I'm not going to lie. You make me want to watch NXT again. 
You're welcome. Like, I have been very checked out of NXT for a while, but, you know... It's, well, because it was it was transitioning, and now we're they've completed the transition with New Year's Evil, I believe. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, now that's it's like it's it's new again, which kind of seems a little weird. The colors yeah. still irk me, but you know these names are names I like, uh, and their ratings are still up there. Like you know, Matt Man's been reporting that their their ratings are still around the six hundred thousands, which is what USA wants. So yeah, they're whatever they're doing must be working. Yeah, no, and this New Year's Evil, this was, I mean, this was, it was a takeover in a sense. Um, and these guys brought it. Roddy and Carmelo Hayes, they're just perfect for each other um, in their fighting. But in the end, all be all, Carmelo Hayes unified the title. So goodbye, NXT Cruiserweight Championship. We barely knew V. And it's now V, just the North American Championship. As just as God intended. Yeah, which is a shame because the Cruiserweight title could have been something, but we can go on and on about how the Cruiserweight division and WWE for the, like, umpteen time failed yet again. Yeah, what a joke. <sighs> it's a shame because, I mean, I still remember the Cruiserweight Classic. Like, I want to, I would want, I want to do a, re- I'm going to do a Patreon, like a rewatch of the Cruiserweight Classic. TJ <laughs> <DJ> Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> listen, li- oh, sorry, listen, he, <laughs> at the time, at the time, we were like, he's got it. Yeah, and then he did it like this on TV, and it was over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, man. But, like, there are so many classes. The first ever Ciampa Gargano in WWE was in that match. Yeah. You had Cedric Cedric and uh, Kota Ibushi. Dude, they had, that, they had that preview show which told you who the fuck these people were. Like, the Bracketology. Yeah. Oh, Bracketology was so much fun. Oh, it was amazing. I was like, it, it was honestly the best. It's the, one of the best things they've done in years. It's probably the best tournament ever. In wrestling, probably, yeah. The most co- the most complete tournament ever in wrestling. Brian Kendrick making a return. Uh, uh, Tajiri? Tajiri. <laughs> yeah. Tajiri fucking... Um, and that's well, Lince Dorado debuted. Grand Metal League, fucking going on a monster run. And uh, yeah, it was oh, so good. But no, it's no longer, no more cruiserweights. So I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do on two hundred five live now. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> they, should, they shut it down. That shit. They, no one told them they're shutting it down. <laughs> well, you know what I've been noticing because they still do two hundred five live after SmackDown. Um, but of course, it's obviously just on Peacock. But they're—that's where all of the the like the new signees are wrestling. It's it's their dark. It's pretty much their dark, yeah. Um. So moving on. Speaking of dark, AJ Styles returned again to NXT 2.0 to face off against Grayson Waller in a verbal battle, which they didn't come to blows. Well, they did come to blows at some point. However, it's a setup for next week because the next week's main event is AJ Styles versus Grayson Waller, and Grayson Waller is the luckiest man in the world because if anybody can get a good match out of a broomstick, it's AJ Styles. It is AJ Styles. Correct. <laughs> You know, so they must be really high on AJ Styles to have him work with Grayson Waller, which I'm very surprised at because I don't like Grayson Waller is a great heel right now. He's the you know he's he's got heel heat out the wazoo, but I just don't see him being looking competitive against AJ Styles. Do you like the main event guys, the the main roster guys coming down to NXT, like the Riddles there? Uh, they, uh, I, I think it's fine. Uh, What's her face is the champion, Mandy Rose. 
Balor well, run. Mandy's, Mandy's, Mandy's solidified in NXT now. Like, she's okay. not going back. I thought the runs, that the one-offs is kind of like, okay, interesting. It's one of those things that WWE has done it before when they had OVW. It's just like True. now it's... Now it's televised. Now it's televised. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's, good. That's a very good point. That's a very, very good point. Okay. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm perfectly fine with that. I mean, anything to get these kids—they're very high on a guy, and they want to see what this kid's got. Why not? Do you, do you bring in the Raw? Or do you bring, put him on NXT? Yeah. You put him on NXT. You bring somebody from Raw SmackDown down. You boost NXT's ratings for a couple of weeks. See what the kid's got. The kid becomes a little bit more of a household name. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think it benefits everybody. I, I'm just—I'm just concerned. I mean, I know AJ Styles is going to do his damnedest to help this kid out, but I just don't see. Grayson Waller as an effective ring worker. I don't, even know, I don't even know who he is. <laughs> He's the guy that jumped off a cage in War Games. Okay, didn't watch War Games. <laughs> you should have. It's the, the men's the men's match is really good. Uh, moving along. Speaking of which, Riddle and the Shamans and MSK and Walter. I will tell you this right now. Will Walter lost some weight? That's good. He's in. He's in. He's in shape. This match is. This reminded me of like a trios match on the Indies. Absolutely fantastic, absolutely phenomenal. And here's what I found out. Um, this came out I think after the show. Riddle wasn't supposed to be the original shaman. Who was it? Jeff fucking Hardy. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Jeff Hardy was going to be the shaman, and that would have made so much sense. It would have been a Willow. <laughs> the mask and everything <laughs> incoherent dribble yeah <laughs> so instead they got riddle they put on they put on a great match in the middle of the card um <laughs> it was really funny riddle came in up against walter they tagged him in for walter and riddle's just doing this hot tag he's like kicking walter kick walter. walter chops him once riddle falls to the floor amazing absurdities <laughs> amazing it's just fun i'm just happy to see walter back in the states and doing something um, because he's not they're not doing much with him on NXT UK from what I know. Uh moving along from this, obviously RK oh, Riddle and MSK one. Riddle won with an RKO, by the way. Nice. Yeah. I was actually hoping in like my mark mind that Randy was gonna come out of nowhere and RKO Walter for no reason. That would have been cool. <laughs> He'd do it. Randy would do it. <laughs> Randy's at the age. Uh, Randy's at the age where I just think he just wants to have fun. Yeah, like he's just having fun. And another fun fact: since it's now 2022, it marks the 20 year anniversary of the debuts of a, of arguably the greatest class in the history of WWE. Rock, Cena, Batista, Orton. Yep. Shelton. I mean, if you want to count Shelton, yes. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. 20 years ago, all those guys debuted on main roster somewhere. What a run. What a run. Yeah, move on. Mandy survived against Raquel and Cora Jade, which Mandy being Mandy. Mandy upped her entrance. She pulled the Charlotte Flair, who pulled the Ric Flair. She uh, came into NXT on a helicopter. Nice. So Mandy came in on the helicopter. Um, Raquel stole Braun, stole Braun, stole Braun Strowman's motorcycle again. And Cora Jade came in on the mini skateboard. 
But all in all, it was kind of a sloppiest match because I don't know, Corey Jade's fucking 20. Um, so, uh, but Manny steals the win, which I kind of expected. I don't know what to do with Raquel. Raquel looked, Raquel looked so much the Amazonian part. That she should have. She had both Mandy and Cora Jade on her shoulder, and she was walking around the ring with them. Dude, what a fall from grace for Raquel Gonzalez. Think of her you this know time last year. Right you know now. what it is? I, it's one of those things because um, it was uh, Triple H does this often with its NXT talent. Um, remember when like Vince like just took away most of the women? Yeah, and he was like, "Let me keep Oscar." Like he, like he, Triple H always keeps somebody back on purpose. To like build around and then they leave. And I think Raquel was that person that they're like, let me keep Raquel. I guess, but I guess, well, who got called up? I guess Shotzi, Tony Storm, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> Rhea. Rhea. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I would, um, I would say, I would Tegan say, Knox I would well. say Rhea Ripley was that person they held back. And Tegan well, got, no. and then Tegan got released. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. I honestly, there's no. I I have no argument against them releasing Teague, and she couldn't stay healthy, and she injured himself again. Yeah, I would release her too. Yeah, it's just it's no no harsh feelings. She got the knees of a 98 year old. <laughs> I know she's so cute as a button, though. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Oh man. So moving on from New Year's Eve, you should watch the show at least for. I, I'll I'll say this: well, watch the show for Braun Breaker and Champa. Great match. For um, for Roddy and Carmelo Hayes, and if you want to watch a good trios match, watch Imperium versus MSK and Riddle. Yeah, I'd probably skip a few of those, but I'll probably watch the main event. I do like Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> I do like Braun Breaker. So. I you want to know about Carmelo Hayes before we move over to day one and the madness that that yeah. that, that what a main shit event show. was. Um, when Carmelo, I love that they use Carmelo Hayes' gimmick. Perfectly, he says, "When I shoot, I don't miss." And I was like, "Fuck, he ha- he hasn't lied yet," mm. which is the crazy part about it. When I shoot, I don't miss. Shoot up. Yeah. Also, also again, uh, your favorite person, Cameron Grimes, had a video promo. Nice. And so he's going. He's. It's going to be his year of championship. It's going to be the 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 theme is twenty twenty two the moon. Ah, that's good. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Yes. All right, so let's move on to one of the bigger stories coming out of WWE this weekend. Uh, day one, their pay-per-view on the first day of the year, which I was very surprised. They went up against the Rose Bowl and a bunch of other uh, college football games. And two hours before the event starts, it is revealed that Roman Reigns tested positive for COVID and would not be in attendance at day one. And however... Even though that main event was failed, they created a new main event, a fatal five-way between Brock Lesnar, Big E, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and the newly crowned Seth freaking Rollins, because that's his real name now on WWE. And Lord Almighty, what a meat-slapping majesty of a match. This is everything I wanted. Yeah, the match outstanding it was so much fun it was great it was absolutely great but let me correct you a little bit of the roman thing here because here's what really happened he tested positive on like tuesday <laughs> and they were waiting until the last minute to keep testing and see he would test negative and he didn't <laughs> like there's no doubt they wouldn't dude 
They would not test you two hours before the show. They, WWE, in fact, stopped testing. They're not testing anymore. They're like, fuck yeah, it. No We're not testing anymore. It's over. We're not having this happen again. So he definitely tested positive earlier in the week, and they waited until the last minute <laughs> to, <laughs> to see what would happen. You know what? That's exactly what they should have done. They did, they did, they did it the exact yeah. right way. And obviously, he can't wrestle. He probably could have wrestled with COVID, but obviously, he can't wrestle with COVID. Yeah, no, especially with his his immunocompromised system, yeah. having leukemia and stuff. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm sure. In fact, a lot of the roster tested positive. Um, yeah. I think Sasha tested positive. Charlotte might have tested positive. Like, it just blew through. I, I would be surprised if some people on that card actually wrestled with COVID. I would not be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. But, yeah, that's that's that. Uh, main event, phenomenal. Loved it. Crazy. Just like, Shocked just, that Brock won. Just unreal, just also unreal spots. KO and Seth Rollins going on a tear and taking everybody out. Um, oh, shit, my bad. I just keep running through stuff. Um, but a lot of crazy shit going on as I run through the slides as I accidentally hit the stop button. Yeah, um, dude, the, the spear, the spear with Brock. Like the they, they, they set Brock. up they set up Bobby and Brock perfectly really well. People are upset that it's having up the rumble. I say go fuck yourself. It's a big four. Where else do you want? In a stadium. Like yeah. this this they it's fine to have them at, at Rumble. I, I love it I actually. Mean, I mean think, but also think of day one, like 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 the day one crowd, they actually sold out that arena. And I thought about it, like how can they fucking compete with college football? There were no ball games going on in Atlanta. And it's a holiday, and it's a Saturday. This, like, for them to test out, like, what can we do for a pay-per-view on a Saturday? I think this worked. Attendance-wise, from like that was a packed house. They were pretty loud too. I mean, you could tell at times they're doing. I hate WWE still doing crowd noises, like they're piping in crowd noise, mm-hmm. which really annoys the fuck out of me because I can tell. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, the crowd was good. Hotlander was pretty was hot. Good. Yeah, Hotlander was Hotlander was really hot. Yeah, KO splashing people. Uh, Biggie throwing I love his picture. Biggie throwing Lashley through a fucking announcement. Like there was so much shit going on in this match, and I loved every moment of it. And this was a shocker. Bobby putting Brock oh, in the hurt solidly lock. in the hurt yeah. lock. Yeah, no, <laughs> their match. Honestly, their match will probably be the best of their both of their careers. And Brock, no, I mean not Brock's, but definitely the best of Lashley's career. Yeah, but this is what Lashley wanted when he resigned. Yeah, this, this, like his on on Raw that look that promo he like that, that promo he gave when like MVP has kind of went off. Focus, yeah. he is fucking focused. Focused, yeah. <laughs> so, Lesnar fears me. Now is it perfect? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. This match, I can't wait for this match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my god! And somehow, some way, Biggie takes out Lashley, gives him the big ending. Brock takes out Biggie. Brock wins the WWE Championship. Brock came for a title. <laughs> it wasn't the title everybody thought he was going to get. And now it sets up a whole bunch of interesting things. I do want to harp on one thing. People are saying like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, Brock buried Biggie. Why would you do this to Biggie? And number one, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, because he did it, and Paul Heyman made that very clear. Yeah, Paul put him over Raw. pretty well. Yeah, Paul Heyman has doesn't put over people often. The last two people I've ever heard him put over publicly when cameras were rolling: AJ Styles. Yep, 
and Biggie this time around. And Biggie was the AJ Styles one was on like a backstage. Who did who did like, he, who did he put over at the uh, the Evolve One Hundred? Just the entire talent. He put over Evolve. Okay. okay. Yeah, he put over Evolve. Because he was like, I don't do appearances, but I was like, I called Gabe Sapolsky and said, I want to be there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know. But he put over Big and he's, I mean, and I will say, I miss Advocate Paul Heyman. Holy fuck. He It's tore, been a while. It's been a while since we had one of those. It's been a while since we had one of those. Um, but yeah. to, before we get to Paul Heyman, it's a little to touch upon the Big E thing. I don't think Big E was buried at all. At all. No. I, I think I just don't I don't think he's WrestleMania main event kind of character. I don't think his character's there yet. I mean, he had a good first run. He's going to get the he is going to get that title again. Yeah, uh, I, I, it yeah. Was, his title run was disappointing. I, I was dis- I would say it was disappointing. Um, but he's going to get it again. The guy is a great he's talent. He's going to get it again. It's, he did he did awesome PR for them, like everywhere he went. Like after he won that title, he was all over the place. It's like you guys sell out stadiums. And I just, I don't think Big E can sell out stadiums. Not for this run into Rumble, not for your biggest part of a year. I would give it another year, year and a half before Big E's that headliner. But when you have somebody like Brock and when you have somebody like Roman and you have to headline two nights of WrestleMania, it doesn't get any bigger than those two guys in WWE. Exactly. Exactly. Especially if you're not going to get The Rock. Yeah, if you're yeah, if you're not gonna get the rock, he was gonna wait till LA. Um, so yeah, so no, Biggie had a Biggie had a, a fine run. He did everything the company wanted him to do, and Paul Heyman made that very clear. Um, and I think it's I think it's actually a, a sign of respect that Brock actually pinned Biggie and not somebody else. It le- it legitimizes Brock for sure. Again, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I I shocked that Brock won, but now I'm intrigued. Although I hope they don't just drop the story. Like, you know, Brock called out Roman and said, acknowledge me on Raw. I actually watched Raw, but he'd be proud of me. But, like, I, I hope when Roman comes back, like, he calls out Brock again and calls out Paul Heyman. And he's, they continue. To, if they just drop this storyline, that's just, like, what what the fuck, no. guys? He he said he showed up on SmackDown, too. Oh, Brock? Yeah. He's a free agent. So you do whatever fuck he wants. I mean, I don't know what you do from here, though. I I don't I don't want to see Roman Brock at Mania again. I I don't want to see it. There's a, there's a lot of things you can do with this. Also, you also have to factor in that Brock's a face. Oh yeah, I love Brock as a face. Did you see Did you see all the videos that came out after day one? Yeah, yeah like the, the, the fans like, "Yo, Brock, I love you." Brock's like, <laughs> "It's like it's like it's 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 2020 is gonna be a different kind of year." Brock likes people. <laughs> like, I butchered the meme, but it was hilarious. Yeah, Brock, I love Brock. I almost I'm almost sad. Plumbing sex. I like Brock on the mic. I do too. I like Brock on the mic. It's he's great. <laughs> he's so good. He's having so much fun. I love the way he dresses. I love the way he looks. I love the way he talks. I love the way he hugs Paul Heyman. It, it, yeah. It's a home run for me. Brock Lesnar's a home run for me, hundred percent. King of the night, Brock yeah, Lesnar. And, and Mr. Fred's running in too. Mr. Fred's also made a good point. Brock, I guess there were, I guess, uh, some hockey announcers. Oh, Wayne Gretzky and them were like in Atlanta for like a hockey game and Brock posed with them with the belt when he got back to the hotel. Yeah. Like he was backstage with Gable Stevenson, like giving him a hug or whatever, giving him pointers. Like, yeah, this is the Brock WWE needs right now. To be honest, it's like, Oh wait, 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 wait. It's like, what? 
He wants to give back. <laughs> you mean I don't have to give? I still, I, I still have to give him a private jet. All right, fine. All right, All right. he doesn't like people that much. That's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go through TSA either. But yeah, Brock wants. To, next thing you know, Brock will be at access. <laughs> Could you imagine? No, I can't at all. <laughs> the line for Brock Lesnar at access would be would be remarkable. Yeah, it would be out the door. <laughs> Yeah. Like, is this line to get in? No, it's the line for Brock Lesnar. We already got in. <laughs> the line to get in's on the other side. Once, once you get in, just turn right out and wait, go back. And once you get into this line, you gotta go back into that line. <laughs> <laughs> this sink, the line so I can get hot dogs twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I love face Brock. And you know what? It's not just what wrestling needs, what W needs, it's what Raw needs. Yeah. Raw, I'm not gonna lie. I saw Brock was gonna be in Raw. I'm like, I'll watch it. Yeah, you know, I, Raw was great. I thoroughly enjoyed Raw. <laughs> it was a good show. Hulu yeah, Raw, that a, is Hulu Raw. Hulu Raw. It's it's what it's what Raw needs. Let's move along. To, and now we have Lashley, Brock at the Rumble. I'm excited for MVP versus Paul Heyman in a promo battle. Yeah, for the next three weeks. I can't wait till Brock uh, Bobby Lashley just drops MVP. I, I don't know. I love MVP. I do too, but I think he could be used elsewhere. Mm. Ooh, potentially. The the backstage story is that Paul Heyman was the catalyst to bring MVP back in the first place. MVP is a great talent. He's yeah. okay in the ring, but he's, he's a, a great, great mind. He's a great mind. He's a great heel. He's a great mm-hmm. he's a great voice on the mic. And he's the first ever IWGP Intercontinental Champion, which no one really knows. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> who's yeah. the, all right, who's the Intercontinental Champion now? I can't remember. For IWGP? No, for WWE. Um, oh, son of a bitch. I want to say Shinsuke. I, I, I was thinking about yesterday. Who's the IC champ? Is it Shinsuke? I don't know. I don't know if it... Because I saw a meme. It was just like, the IC title hasn't been defended on a pay-per-view since night two of WrestleMania. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. When's the last time the IC title's been defended? You might be right. I think who's it's Shinsuke. Who's the IC champion? I have no idea. Who, I want to say Shinsuke. Mr. Fretz, who's the IC? Freckles, look it up. I can look it up. I want. I don't want to look it up. I want to remember. <laughs> uh, he said Nakamura. He said Nakamura. That's true. That's Nakamura. Okay. That's well, Nakamura. No. Royal Rumble said to be a great time. So let's move on to other things happening in the match. I love this photo. Yeah, it is Nakamura. Edge and The Miz. Put on an Edge and The Miz match. Exactly what you would expect from the match. Yeah. No, it was it was wasn't too hot, wasn't too cold. It was just, it was the perfect right. it was the perfect bowl of porridge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of porridge, here comes Beth Phoenix looking just like an eighties villain. <laughs> looking like heel Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> no, she missed her she missed her cue. <laughs> She's like she was up too early. <laughs> It was great. Her just like menacing look up front. It was pretty awesome. And so the music hit too late. It was the music that hit too late. But yeah, I I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I love it. They're back together. Love it. It's the it it couple versus the grit couple. Um, I I thought it was going. I thought this was going to stretch out to many, but I think it's ending at Rumble, which I'm perfectly fine with. Yeah. Uh, Because I think here's here's my prediction. Because I think. If they do correctly, we get Edge versus AJ Styles. Oh, I think you're um, right. Yeah. I, 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 uh, fuck, AJ's not winning the Rumble. I think. Yeah, I, I think. I, I think you're. Styles. Yeah, I want Edge and Styles too. That's. Yeah. That's that's a match. 
<laughs> yeah. That I mean, honestly, I I didn't know I would love Edge and Miz. Like you told me, you told me like, okay, what feud do you want to see Edge come back in? Miz isn't on the list, but it's great. Yeah, it's so good. It's so, like, why is Raw <laughs> so good? <laughs> what am I watching? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I love it. Uh, another fun fact that came out uh, when Maurice and Beth Phoenix uh, clash at the Rumble, they'll be the first woman in history to fight in three different decades against each other. Against each other. Yeah. Uh, aughts to teens and twenties. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a 90s. Wait a minute. I'm that old. I'm almost three decades old. Fuck me. (laughs) So yeah, Royal Rumble's looking to be pretty, pretty cool. Moving on. um, I will say this. Liv against Becky Lynch. Liv looked better. Better. I'll use the word word better. I'll use better. She surprised me with that one move when she did kind of like the corkscrew grab from Becky and the Powerball. Yeah, that was good. I like the finish. Um, um, yeah, but you know, Becky's just too much Becky, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, Becky still overshadows her like hard. Yeah, but you know, Becky yeah. did her best to put her over. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't dislike Liv, but there are Twitter's a weird place that loves Liv Morgan. Yeah, I, and like, like, oh, she needs to win the rumble. I, I, want, like, I, like, I here's the thing: I want to like Liv. I want to like Liv too. I want like I a just, lot. I, I want like can't. a lot of women on that roster that I just, I just don't <laughs> like. Like, yeah. Liv winning the rumble. <laughs> No, no, please. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking right. Who wins Women's you Rumble? Know. I don't know. Probably Bailey. Yeah, that would be fine. You know, it's it's one of those things where like you like Liv comes back from like the match, and you look at her and you go, better. Like you're doing better. That's all you have to say. Like better. And Paul Heyman's want to tell her. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Vince is just like thumbs up. That's it. No hug, yeah. no handshake, good. no thank you, just thumbs you're, up. You're doing good. Let's just keep it going. Let's keep it going. You know. Um she needs to be she needs to revamp her mic skills. I will tell you about on Raw. It's just oh, it's a cluster. Yeah, it's bad. She can't speak. Um she oh. needs she needs an MVP. Uh no, just she needs more TV time. Just keep her on TV, keep her relevant. Just like it's mm-hmm. Liv, Liv had this whole thing all year. Start and go, start and go, start and go. You know what it is? You know what they need to do? They need to do to live what they did to Drew McIntyre in like 2019. Remember at the end of 2019, Drew McIntyre did everything. Like it was like dark match. He was cutting promos on dark matches. He just practice, practice, practice. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah, just keep going. Just keep going. She'll get there. She'll get there. And I'll believe in Liv one day. I just, I don't believe right now. Yeah, don't hit, that, don't hit that stop button. I believe in you. <laughs> I'm not gonna hit that stop button at all. Um, and plus, I mean, tale is all the time. The Usos in the New Day put on another fucking classic match. Yeah, it was good. I've seen it. I love these guys. I've seen it 18 times, but yeah, great. Yeah, but day do. day it's one pretty... is H. They glad they won. How could they not win on day one? That's why they lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because Woods is from Atlanta. Woods is gonna lose. Ah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. No, they they, they got to win on day one. If Roman, not, could you imagine if Roman doesn't show up and the Usos lose? A bad day for the bloodline. It'd be a horrible day for the bloodline. Absolutely horrible day for the bloodline. Um, and so at at day one, um, obviously the Royal Rumble is now underway because day one is over. Some people who have already been announced or forced into the Royal Rumble, a la Austin Theory, Vince McMahon put Austin Theory in the Royal Rumble. The Mysterios declared Dominic and Ray check out for a heel turn somewhere. Uh, the Street Profits uh, also declared for the Rumble and Last but not least, with the first entrant 
the first declared entrant into the Royal Rumble above all of these guys. I'm sorry to hit my own mic. Is Johnny Knoxville? Yeah, what? Johnny Knoxville declared for the Royal Rumble, and I can't wait to see a man die on wrestling TV. Dude, I just hope the Big Show punches him. <laughs> like this is this is twenty years too late, but uh, all right, Johnny Knoxville in the Rumble, okay. Well, you're not gonna get Steve. Although I, I would I, love to Omos, see Steve on the Rumble. Omos just just throws him into the third row, Bam Bam style. <laughs> that that's my question. Who takes out Johnny Knoxville in the Rumble? Someone big or a legend. I say Randy RKO's the shit out of him. Oh, he'd do it. <laughs> they, they both, yeah. they both. I uh, yeah, that uh, that's what I want to see. <laughs> I want to see Randy get RKO'd. I mean, Randy RKO'd um, Johnny Knoxville. Oh, man. I mean, it's all in promo because the Jackass Forever is coming out, which I will see in movie theaters. I, I don't I care. Like a lot. I want to see it, too. <laughs> I love, dude, I love Jackass. It's always funny. Jackass is never not funny. Yeah. It's always funny. And so this is just going to... Yeah. This is a perfect rumble spot. Like John and like John Knox has done some dumb shit before. Like yeah. when he went up <laughs> like when he went up against um, The Bull. Was it? The Bull. The Bull. He went bullfighting. Oh well, yeah, yeah. No, he's done that a couple times. No, he went to uh he went to a USC practice, like the football team, oh and returned punts. Oh, he returned punts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta send you the video. <laughs> The coach when he looked at him and was like, are you sure? <laughs> Johnny Knoxville, like more than one punt? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. He also got knocked the fuck out by Butterbean. <laughs> Butterbean, like twice, knocked him the fuck out. Like once it was in a ring, it was like in a grocery store. Or yeah, I heard about the grocery store. It was, store like, it was like an outlet. He got knocked out at a clothing store, like a Kohl's. <laughs> oh man, says Johnny Knoxville is in the Royal Rumble, and once <laughs> so a, once stupid. you declare for the Rumble, I was like sold. I'm watching it. So like I don't care. Stupid. I ordered two pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's going to be so good. So Johnny Knoxville definitely not the front runner for the Rumble, but no. we'll see. <laughs> we'll see close. what happens. Overall, I think day one was a success. I think they'll probably do it again if the timing is right. Or maybe they'll call it day two or something. Or they'll they'll find a way to make it work. Yeah, next uh, well when day, next year day one is it's not it's not a leap year. Uh day one next year is a Sunday. They could do it. They can do it. Yeah. Yeah, they can do it. We'll see what happens. Well, here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about everything going on in AEW um, on TBS. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling has Wrestle Kingdom. And guess what? They're kind of back in the on the east, uh, not the far east, on the west again on TV uh, coming soon. So all of that and, and much more when we come back on the brand new and maybe improved Kings of the Rings hey, podcast. Hey, 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 peeps, this so is Mr. Like, Fretz uh, from the Game Ginger Podcast. You are listening to WrestleAddict Radio, the cure. 
for the Common Wrestling Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is King Ricky Rose, your general manager of Wrestle Addict Radio and your host of Kings of the Rings Podcast. And I want to invite you to be a part of our Wrestle Addict Radio Patreon page, where for just $5 per month, you get exclusive access to discounts on all of our Wrestle Addict Radio merchandise. You get access to an exclusive Patreon members-only chat, including all of the members of Wrestle Addict Radio as a part of that chat. And also, you get exclusive shows that cannot be found anywhere else. Shows from the Fretzelmania podcast, the Young Lions Respected podcast, the Delight Show, and of course, exclusive shows from the Kings of the Rings podcast. So go to patreon.com backslash WrestleAddict Radio or use the description in the link below to sign up. Thank you guys again and enjoy the rest of your show. What's going on, family? It's Zach, your host of the YLP Podcast. And make sure that you give a tip of the crown to King Ricky Rosé, the Queen Bee Kate Murphy, and Mr. Will Shuck, because you are listening to the Kings of the Rings Podcast right here on Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Kings of the Rings Podcast, episode 277, day five. It's our first show of the new year. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, along with V, Willie T, Will Tarashuk. Uh, no, K Murphy. K Murphy is celebrating their COVID Christmas, seeing they were uh, in isolation for a little bit of time. So, okay, hopefully you got all the presents you wanted, including a negative test. Uh, but moving along uh, on our show, we're going to talk about AEW. And AEW has also had some moving that they were doing themselves. And AEW has now moved over officially to TBS. It's an upgrade, it's a downgrade, who knows? We'll find out. And they have a pretty loaded card for their first show, which, they, which they're doing right now as we're recording. The AEW World Championship match kicked off the show. Uh, Hangman Page, the defending champion, versus Brian Danielson. Now, I want to read to you, Will, a couple of special stipulations that were set for this match. Um... The stipulation tonight is that if the match does go to a time limit draw, it will go to judges who will be scoring the match a la an MMA or boxing style and decide the winner, which I am very happy that they did this, and I think they should keep this for championship matches only. What, the judges? That there has to be a winner. Yeah, did they say who the judges are? Uh, from what I got from a Doomsday device, shout out to AJ Skywalker and the Doomsday device. Uh, I do not know who the judges are. It's interesting. It's an interesting to do. Uh, it's an interesting thing to do in wrestling. I mean, I like if you're gonna go to a time limit draw, you cannot keep doing time limit draws in championship matches because that's just gonna piss everybody off. Yeah. Well, so it's the first the first time they've done it. Yeah, but I I like the concept. I love the time limit draw. For sure. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it when it's used correctly. And so far, they yeah. used it correctly. Um, yeah. I just want to, I, my whole thing, I don't, you can do time limit draws, it's fine, cool, whatever. Especially if you're doing wins and losses, which the AW doesn't really keep to. Um, they reset every year. Because what's the point? Yeah. Um, it's also in Jersey's night. You could have went, Will. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, Newark? Yeah. Newark smells, dude. Dave's there. Newark is a stinky place. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm fine with that, but you could have, as long as you don't have time limit draws in championship matches, like championship matches must have a definitive winner. In yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I like it. I like, I like the judges. I like the judges. You know, um, and I think they should keep it for 
for like their big pay-per-view. So I'm like um, full gear. If they have a championship match and do a time limit, you can say like your judges already could be random ass celebrities. And also, if you, you have know? judges, you don't like you could just end the match in 40 minutes or 25 minutes. Like the judges are there, doesn't mean you're gonna go to them automatically. Correct. Like, yeah. So I, 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 I like, like it even more if like you know they have that stipulation in there for like a like a, like a, for tonight. I don't know what I know who wins, but I don't know how they won. Like if 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 they win, that person wins like in a half hour. They don't need the judges. I think that's smart booking. Yeah. Or you can make with judges anonymous and really gimmick it up. Yeah. The judges. What? Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer. Uh Bully Ray. Lita and Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris just gives a thumbs up. Yeah, just gives a thumbs up. Who wins, Chuck? Thumbs up. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, so moving along, that championship match tonight. You also have the TBS finally. champion. Uh, yeah, finally, uh, Jade Cargill versus Ruby Soho. I'm I don't know who won. So give it probably Ruby. Ruin it. I don't know who won either, but give it to Ruby. I would want Jade because I think I don't know. I mean, I, I understand Ruby Jade. Either one doesn't really matter. Like someone needs to just win. I'm not gonna watch guy. the match. The fuck do I care? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although I was a, make the judges Jim Cornette, Booker T, and Bully Ray. I'd pay to see that, actually. <laughs> Vince Russo, six feet of cage, Vince Russo again, and then Jim Cornette. <laughs> Russo, Cornette, and Flair. All right, those are your judges. <laughs> Nothing will get done. Oh, man. I Yeah, someone needs to put the belt on Russo, Cornette, and Bischoff, three people who just all hate each other. <laughs> None of these people like each other. <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be great. Uh, but yeah, Ruby Silver versus Jade Cargill should be a fun match. Uh, you also have Malachi Black versus Brian Pillman Jr. on the card. All right, fine. As well as the AW World Tag Team Championships, Lucha Bros and Lucha Brothers, the AW World Tag Team Champions versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Not bad. I'm interested in that. It's a good match. I don't I honestly, dude, I'm not that big a fan of Lucha Bros. They have great matches. Really? But they annoy I love me. The Lucha Bros. They annoy the fuck out of me. It's the Sierra Miedo thing. It is. Thing. It, it is. I knew it. it really is. I, I, I love it. the Penta says, but they just they just annoy me. I just like, dude, stop doing that. It's shut up. Just fucking wrestle. Say for everyone, ooh, every five minutes. <laughs> just do it once. Not mm. maybe 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 once a match. Maybe once a few matches. But no no no. It's like high spot, Sarah, and it's how do you not counter it? It's like Drew, this fucking countdown. <laughs> Don't count down when you're gonna kick somebody. That's how they know. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense in kayfabe. If you can't counter from a, you keep you can't counter from a countdown. You should be released. <laughs> Sorry, Keith Lee, you couldn't counter a countdown. <laughs> you couldn't hit the left trigger at one. All right, that's your fault. <laughs> Depends on the difficulty setting he was playing at. Right? Um, like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> also on this card, you have MJF is going to be doing something. And Chris Jericho is going to speak. What's he going to speak about? Who knows? Which is, you know. Oh, him, and Eddie, him and Eddie Kingston going into a feud. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Huh. I can't wait. Huh. That'd be interesting. Kingston versus Jericho? Yeah. It's the match. Okay. It's going to be terrible match. Match is going to be awful. But the promos? 
Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Fantastic. Also, there's a lot of AEW going on this week. You have Battle of the Belts this Saturday. So you have AEW tonight on TBS AW. Uh, You have Rampage on Friday, which is an hour. And you have Battle of the Belts back on TNT, a one-hour special. On Saturday? Huh? Saturday? Yeah, this Saturday at 8 o'clock. Featuring... Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. Dude, Cody winning that belt again. I just laughed at my TV. I was like, you dumbass, dude. You fucking moron. You're, you're, you're everything we hate about John Cena without the talent. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. Why would you give yourself the belt? I don't know. It's not going to make people like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As well as the women's titles on the line, Dr. Britt Breaker, DMD versus Riho. Um, Cool. Yeah, it's the only two matches on the card. I would be surprised since they're only going a fucking hour that there would be anything else on the card. But who knows with AEW? You could squeeze Uh, in another match. Do, um... I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> the, <laughs> imp, the impact title. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure, no, I think imp, Christian still got impact it. Has, impact has their pay per view hard to kill, which is going on after the event. Oh, that's cute. Um, we're gonna be more in impact a little bit later. I love how they call it Battle of the Belts, and technically it is multiple belts. But two, two is more than one, Ricky. You were correct. <laughs> it's just their way of saying like we can't get class of the champions just yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we don't, we we don't own that. Yeah. <laughs> Battle of the Belt seems like it could have been a good pay-per-view for Revenant. Like, I, I feel like it's wasted on a special. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But we'll see what happens. Not everything's going to be defended at Battle of the Belt. So let's move on from AEW. Well, to a- the- Honestly, I think AEW has too many specials. Like I think they do, too. It's like, yeah, okay, you don't need to do week- monthly pay-per-views. That's fine. But you're doing, like, bi-weekly specials now. They're not really, yeah, it's like... like was win- it Winter win- is Coming? Winter is Coming wasn't... Really, well, special. It was. Yeah, no. It was another episode of Dynamite. Let's call it Dynamite. All right, it's fine. You, get, you had, <laughs> you had, you had winter bash, like Christmas bash, and like holiday smash, or New Year's bash, <laughs> and Christmas smash, and New Year's revolution, whatever the fuck. It's just Who like knows. This, isn't this show called Dynamite? <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know, and I'm interested to see how they will do on TBS. I have concerns because, it, like... Dip in the ratings, and it'll go back up. They'll be fine. Yeah. I'm interested. Well, I mean, they're not going to compete against anything on TBS. Like, what is... Oh, TBS... Oh, all no, TBS they're, shows they're, they're the Prince Family Guy again. <laughs> yeah, right? Ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, the only TBS... The only thing that they'll have to compete is March Madness, which is going to suck room, because they do use TBS for the first two rounds, or first... Maybe first four rounds of March Madness. Um, TBS, uh, TBS March Madness, and then baseball from time to time. Yeah, the baseball playoffs, the occasional baseball game. Yeah, really. Yeah, are. but those are usually on weekends anyway. So yeah, so we'll see what happens with them. But let's move over to New Japan. New Japan, obviously, it's the beginning of the year, and Wrestle Kingdom is happening. A two night Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom sixteen. It was three nights. Someone told me it was three nights. No, I, it, I it's that wrong? two nights. It is two. They are not expanding to three nights. I'll be damned if anything goes three nights. Could like, you imagine? No. <laughs> no. Fucking imagine. Two nights is good enough. 
Okay, so I'm going to recap to you from, from my people over at the Doomsday Device. Shout out to uh, AJ Skywalker and Doomsday Device. Some of the big matches from night one and night two. In particular, night one included the uh, IWGP World Heavyweight title, Shingo Takagi, the champion, versus Kazuska Okada, who won the G1 Climax. The winner of that match would go on to defend the title in night two against the aerial assassin Will Ospreay, who's finally making his return from injury. Night one matches also included the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, uh, El Desperado versus Hiromu Takahashi. Uh, The tag team championships, Dangerous Dangerous Techers, Zack Sabre Jr., and uh, Taichi versus Chaos is a Roku go-to, and Yoshihashi, the Never Openweight Championship. Um, Tomiharo Ishii versus Evo, which is definitely a hotspot alert. Uh, you also have a catch wrestling rules match, which was uh, Shibata versus a mystery opponent. I actually don't know who it was. Uh, Los Ingronopolis, Sonata, Bushi, and Naito versus the United Empire of Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay, and the Great Okan. And then you have uh, Ricky Romero, Taguchi, and Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace, versus whatever's left at the Bullet Club. Oh. <laughs> Young Bucks, Kent. Oh, wait, that's the elite, whatever. Yeah, which apparently Kenta is now in the Bullet Club. Uh, <laughs> so trendy, <Yeah>. Kenta. <laughs> Taji Ishimori and Elephant are all in the Bullet Club. Next thing I tell you, going to use the Anaconda Vice. <laughs> Yo versus show in a grudge match. Uh night two. Uh would night two obviously we know will feature the winner of uh Okada versus Takagi versus Will Osprey for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. You also have the United States title match, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kenta, uh Naito versus Cobb, Sonata versus the Great Okan, uh open weight six man tag team match. Uh, Goto, Yoshihashi, and Yo versus Evil, Takahashi, and Sho. Uh, oh, and they have a stardom match, which is very interesting. Stardom gets a match. Stardom is one of the female wrestling promotions in Japan, so stardom gets a match. Is it sexy star? <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> what happened to her? What was her controversy? She like she called someone the N-word or something? No, was she like she was like shooting on people in the ring? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. And then well, you also have the IWGP Junior Tag Team title ballet. match. <laughs> IWGP Junior Tag Team title match. So Wrestle Kingdom loaded card. From what I've heard, it's been pretty good so far. I'll watch it at some point. I actually do enjoy watching Wrestle Kingdom. Um, it's usually some good stuff. Some good stuff. But moving along with New Japan Pro Wrestling, they announced that they're opening up the Forbidden Door in particular. So they released this on January 4th, stating that New Japan Pro Wrestling is returning to Access TV, the same TV company that holds Impact, um, beginning January 20th, and all new weekly programs premiering on Thursday, March 3rd, starting at 10 p.m. So New Japan and Impact Wrestling are all going to be on the same television channel each and every Thursday starting at 8 o'clock, starting January 20th. So before they start their new shows on March 3rd, they are going to kick off their January 20th with throwbacks of some classic New Japan matches, including the New Japan match. Uh, where is where is where is it? I'm looking for it in their press release. Um, they're showing classic New Japan match from Wrestle Kingdom, which I believe was the first time Jericho and Omega went at it. If I'm looking at this correctly. Da, 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 da. 
group. Yeah, whatever. It is a lot of going on for Impact. So you have Impact um, going on at 8, and then New Japan will be going on at 10, either a new episode or classic episode. So this is a big deal, I think. I think Thursday nights just got a little bit interesting for NJPW people or people on the East Coast who want to get their NJPW fix. Uh, you're not able to do so. Um, it is Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega from Wrestle Kingdom 12 was the first match that they're going to show when they debut back on Access TV. So if you think about the wrestling schedule this way, Will, um, I have you to. Have, That's too much. I'm just going to tell you. I'm. You don't have to watch all. I'm just going to tell you what it is right now. It's on still a week too week. much. I know. I know. Raw on Mondays. Three hours. NXT on Tuesdays. Two hours. Two hours. Five hours. Uh, AEW on Wednesday. Two more hours. Seven hours. Um, potentially four hours of wrestling combined between um, Impact and New Japan. So that's 11 hours. 11. Uh, a two-hour SmackDown on Fridays. Yep, 13 a, hours. A one-hour Rampage after that as well. 14 hours. And if you watch 205 Live, that's also an hour. So you, you we'll don't, keep it up. So 14, yeah, 14 hours. And then maybe yeah. a pay-per-view. 17? 17 hours. If you're to, if you are to watch the all of wrestling, just hang on all average. All of the wrestling that counts. So on average, yeah. like fifteen and a half hours of wrestling a week. Yeah, that's too much, man. That's like <laughs> that's a lot. That that's that's almost two work days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's two work days of wrestling. You almost halfway to a full. You almost halfway there to a full. That's a part time job, dude. Yeah. It is. It has become a part-time job to watch wrestling. I'm interested for it. I do. I do have this, this urge to check out Impact. There's no Impact's doing doing quite well for themselves. Or like the you know the gift that keeps on giving. They're like the roads that survives the apocalypse. Um, but they they still do well. Um, I'm interested to see what they're doing because they have Mickey James and now they have the Iconics or the Inspiration as they call themselves. Um, as their champions and what's going on in their division. You know, gotta see what Zack Ryder's doing these days. Remember when Matt Cardona debuted on AEW and I thought in Ben, he was like, oh, Matt Cardona's here. And then he went straight to Impact. I remember how fucking tall he is. He's so <laughs> big. Shout out to Matt Cardona, too. He just got married. He married Chelsea Green, lucky bastard. Good for him. Good for him. WWE was my developmental. No, bro. <laughs> ca- fucking catering was your developmental. Don't don't give yourself too much credit there, bro. Well, YouTube, YouTube was his <clears throat> developmental. That, too. Uh-huh. Uh, so last but not least, I just start to end the show. Obviously, we're going to end with a little bit of a future shock. Our first predictions of this brand new year. And our future shock revolves around the other news that came out of NXT New Year's Evil is the return of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic with the men's tournament beginning in two weeks and the women's tournament beginning at the beginning. And the women's tournament having two teams in it. Yeah, beginning <laughs> of February. So, who wins? Who's in the tournament? Sorry, three teams. One team gets a bye. One team gets a bye. <laughs> the men's tournament, I think, is going to be interesting because you have Jacket Time, who's really fucking funny. Um, you have uh, Diamond Mines Tag Team. You have MSK. You have Imperium. Uh, you have Josh Briggs and his country friend. Wait, didn't Diamond Mind all get released? There's still a thing. No, Diamond Mind, not all of Diamond Mind got released. All of Diamond Mind stayed. Is Boa still there? <laughs> Boa is still there. 
Bo is like Bo's like becoming like this two faced psychotic person, like he's possessed. It's kind of weird. Interesting. Yeah. They just make uh, him like the dude from uh, Big Lebowski. <laughs> that's just like your. Yeah. It's kind of poems like, well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the men's tag teams are good. I'm very scared for the women's tag team. They don't have any. We don't have actual tag team. It's going to be a lot of girls paired together. They don't have any on the main roster either. The only tag team they have and the one tag team that I think should win is Casey and Caden. Yeah, I love them together. They're so cute on Instagram too. Caden Carter's <laughs> Instagram is a lot of fun, not going to lie. Oh, yeah. Her, her TikTok videos are fucking hysterical. Yeah, she just reposted TikToks, and it's like, oh. <laughs> Really shake an ass, can't you? <laughs> did you see the TikTok she did on New Year's Eve when like when like Damien Priest and them were all over her house? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, God damn girl, you got a big ass family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all fucking a lot. <laughs> also, <laughs> also you got a Legato Del Fantasma would also be a tag team that could win the Dusty Classic as well. Speaking of which, New Year's Evil, uh, they talked about Alexa Lopez and Zion Quinn. Well, this will get your heart racing. So apparently it's going to be next week on NXT, it's going to be Zion Quinn versus um, versus Santos Escobar. And the winner gets Alexa Lopez. Oh, she's married, though. It's not interesting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break your heart, Will. Yeah, well, her Instagram was like a lot of like her in suits. I'm just like, well, this isn't sexy. I don't follow her. She got the tiggle old bitties, don't get me wrong, but she's married and she posts stuff in suits? Meh. <laughs> not doing it for me. <laughs> so you're off the Alexa Lopez train. Yeah, yeah. I'm still on that Caden Carter train, though. God damn. Oh, yeah. Gotta love me some Caden Carter. Um, but yeah, does, I think Caden and Queso will win the women's. I don't know who wins the men's. I doubt you get MSK as two-time winners. Oh boy, I wouldn't Although be surprised. Phoenix comes back with popcorn. I hope they win. <laughs> Phoenix comes back with popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, if once this thing is over, Beth Phoenix just all of a sudden returns to NXT? She should. She fucking should. She goes on there and is like, yeah, we all know why I left. Now I'm back. Who's her, who's her <laughs> replacement or is there? There is no replacement. It's okay, just, I keep coming back then. Totally. Yeah, it's just Vic Joseph and and Wade Barrett, which I love. Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett. I yeah, think they're, they're great. great. Uh, honestly, like Beth and Barrett were great too. <laughs> they were a great trio. Vic because, Joseph because Barrett was a dick, and Beth is just like stop being a dick. Yeah, and Vic Joseph's just like I'm just here to do my job. <laughs> 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 I love Vic Joseph, man. He's a great announcer. <laughs> He's met, he's uh, I think he's engaged or married to one of the backstage announcers. Aw. Uh, uh, probably Sarah mix. Schreiber. It's not Schreiber, I think. I hope it's not Kayla. I'm also big into Kayla Braxton. It's not Kayla Braxton. Kayla I love Braxton it. is such a boo. Yeah. Oh, it's not she is as cute as a button. I think the world would know if Kayla Braxton got wiped up by somebody. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I'd know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got my little birds on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just Bobby. Who is Vic Joseph like engaged with? I gotta figure this out. I know it's it's a blonde. Let me Google it. Who's Vic Joseph fucking? That's one way to go about it. Yeah, well, apparently Vic Joseph thinks Michael Cole is the greatest announcer of all time. 
Vic Joseph relation. Let me try. Let me try to be more friendly with Google. Um, Mackenzie Mitchell. There it is. That's the girl. Good for them. She's an NXT backstage announcer. Yeah, the, last November they got engaged. Yeah. Mackenzie yeah. Mitchell. I like. Yeah, I like Vic Joseph. Great talent. Great talent. Caleb Braxton becomes Mrs. Fred's Fred's and stop it. <laughs> oh man, okay. I have, a, I have a good I have a good game FMK for you when we're when we do the post show. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, my predictions for Bedusty Classic. Oh my god. Maybe Diamond Mind will win. And <laughs> I then, don't you act like I care or fucking I'd care. But I'm RK I, Bro, it, all right? <laughs> if it's not Casey and Caden when winning the women's, it'll be a travesty. Because they need to fucking win something. Yep. So they can move on and do upper flippy shit on the main roster. Totes to the Magoats. Yep. But that's all we got this week uh, for our show. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, well, I think it was a good show to kick off a new year. Yeah, that was fun. Day five ish. Next week will day be day five-ish. Next week will be day twelve ish, and then day nineteen ish, and then whatever yeah. that plus whatever that plus seven is. <laughs> um, plus twenty six. Twenty six ish, and then it's uh, February ish. Oh, February ish. February February second ish. <laughs> Some 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 ish like that, who knows? But yeah, guys, stick around before because uh, we are not going to be. Find out who I'm fucking. Find out who I'm marrying. Find out who I'm killing. We are going to do an <laughs> FMK on our post show, our tip of the crown post show. So we're going to be featuring some of the best tweets of the week that we found, and we're just going to shoot the shit for a little bit longer. Uh, but before we do it, let's hear, let's listen to that brand new, sponsored by Midnight Music outro. Let's hear it, baby. So mysterious. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast episode number 277, day five-ish. I am your day one-ish announcer, King Ricky Rose. You can find me out on Bachelor's Bigs across all social media outlets, B-I-G-Z, in Bachelor's Bigs. Find Kings of the Rings podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, at K-O-T-R underscore podcast. Find us on Facebook, find us on YouTube, find us on Twitch as well, at K-O-T-R underscore podcast. Like, share, subscribe, leave us some five-star reviews. Listen to us wherever you listen to any of your podcasts or where you get all of your podcasts, like Spotify, Apple Music, so on and so forth, by subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio, our mothership of a network. And follow Wrestle Addict Radio at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. The links to all of our stuff, including some of the great beats that you're hearing from Midnight Music, are in the description below. Willie T, what do you got for me? Ah, uh, you know, the work, same shit, different day. My name is Will Tarashuk, T is in Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K, my brand new podcast called Talking with Tarashuk. It's available now anywhere podcasts can be found. My very first guest was with Phil Riccobono, who is a PhD, also an MLB scout living in Japan. Where do we all that, Ricky? Ricky, listen to the interview. I think you'd really like it. Me and him uh, go in depth on a lot of different things. Baseball scandals, the Hall of Fame, Pete Rose, what we think of Shohei Otani uh, and Stephen A. Smith. (laughs) And um, it was recorded back in October, so it's a little tiny, tiny bit dated, but not really. That's fine. Um, But yeah, listen to it. He's great. Next week, I have a like of, um, what do I have next week? I think an edu... No, next week's a comic book investor. Uh, He does... He does um, alternative investing, the comics, anime, and wrestling. So he, I talked to him for almost two hours. He was a great guy. Also, the Ambiguous Podcast Solution is brand new. Episodes are out now with the Pitches Podcast. Ricky, you also like them too. So they take, 
they take two different ideas. Like they take like SVU and Blue's Clues, and like both these two through a show, and they pitch it to each other. They write scripts. They play games. It's a, it's a lot of fun. These guys are fucking amazing. Um, and then next that's, that's week fantastic. is the College Life Coach, who's a life coach for college students, if anyone's interested in that. Uh, if you have a podcast, want to be a guest, hit me up. Will at APSpodcast.com. If you have a podcast, I find it interesting. We can cover it on the Biggest Podcast Solution. Or if you just want to talk to me about whatever, Mr. Fretz, I'm looking at you. I want to talk to you on Talk with Tarashuk. Uh, I'll book that. I'll book that myself because I know how to reach you, Mr. Fretz. Yeah. But yeah, that's all my podcasts coming out in the next few weeks or already. And now uh, all clips are on YouTube. You know. Yeah. Support there you the go. fam. Support the fam in any way you can. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get out of here. When we come back next week, Kay Murphy will be back. We'll hear what they got for Christmas on their COVID Christmas. We'll talk about who else has entered the Royal Rumble, what's going on with AEW, what's going on with Impact, who won the TBS title, uh, and what's going on with New Japan and the fallout from Wrestle Kingdom. So all of that and more. So we'll see you next week. Until then, folks, goodbye. Good night. Fuck you, Slack. First one of 2022. It may be a new year, but baby, it's the same engine, outro music. Yeah, see you soon, folks.